Save the Semantics, episode 230. It is October 6th, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Um, recording this on a Friday afternoon. Uh, instead of, uh, you know, today is a pretty hot day, man. Today was like 90 degrees, 95 tops which is pretty wild on in October, you know. I was expecting this heat to come through, like, late or, like, mid-September because that's usually how it's been, but the heat came through late. I don't know if that's a, you know, if that is indicative of climate change. Probably is. Or if it's just kind of a seasonal thing. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of taking the, uh, the former as <laughs> more of a issue i suppose um anyways recording this on a friday afternoon had a little time i was like thinking ah should i i was like thinking whether i wanted to work out or not and i decided not to because it's hot and i'm also a little lazy and it's a friday so um although i have i've been pretty good about that i've been pretty good about working out on fridays um been pretty consistent this week's been decent for the most part i've been relatively active um so yeah that's that's been good i'm also feeling in general a little better than last last week um i'd say earlier this week i felt pretty i didn't feel very very good i felt pretty off um i kind of uh i i the, the sort of the I guess, mental kind of state of being sort of this sort of, I don't know what to call it exactly. It's not like, it's not like fucking depression or whatever. It's just sort of like, I was just kind of feeling this lull and that sort of like continued through to the beginning of this week. And yeah, I was sort of feeling that. Um, and it wasn't super great, but I'm feeling a lot better today. So, um, you just have to kind of, you know, take it one step at a time and not be too I guess reactionary when moments of resistance or you know moments of uh, I guess difficulty arises and just be you know be ready to kind of face you know even if it's just like a little bit of adversity kind of face it up front and do the best that you can in that moment um, because it is like a moment to moment thing, you know what I mean? If, or if it's like a weekly to, you know, week to week moment, um, there are times where it's just like, you just don't feel great. Um, whether it's sort of circumstantial or if it's just your own individual, um, you know, you have some just individual things that you need to work out. It just, it just comes up, you know what I mean? Um, and sometimes, and there are a lot of things that I still kind of deal with that I have, you know have dealt with for a long time but i i really think it just kind of comes down to you know being you know having some you know perseverance and not giving in to whatever um whatever things are maybe plaguing you and just like you know sticking to it i think i've I've found that building and kind of strengthening my routine has been really important like on days where I sort of detract from that you know today technically is kind of a you know a day where I sort of 
switch it up but i think for the most part sticking to a routine on a daily basis and really honing in on um the good things like exercise and shit like that is it makes a huge difference it really does um so i i'm thinking of really really just continuing to focus on that um because i think then when i do run into days or you know periods of time where i'm not feeling super great or if i am just you know where i just i'm just having like a difficult time um i'm able to really kind of work through it you know however long it takes and i can understand i understand that i'm able to go through it and i'm able to um you know kind of see through to the end of it so um yeah I'm, i'm feeling i'm feeling a lot better today um again there are some residual kind of feelings that i have you know from kind of this past i guess past couple of weeks but it's it's um i'm i'm i am confident enough in myself that i can kind of work through those feelings and issues that i kind of have so yeah that's that um it's been a pretty uneventful week so far um I've had I've had some time to catch up on some NBA stuff. You know, not a whole lot going on in terms of uh, you know, games or whatever, but things are picking up. There's been a lot of uh, you know, media coverage. There's been like media day for the uh the teams earlier this week. Uh it's like training camp right now. We have some preseason stuff happening, which is exciting. It's just actual basketball. Like, even though it's not the official start of the season, we got real games start coming up, man. And that's really, that's really exciting. Um, so right now, the Mavericks and the Timberwolves are in Abu Dhabi. Um, and they're playing two preseason games out there. So they played earlier. They played yesterday, I believe. Um, and then they're going to play one more game tomorrow. So we got a couple of games there. The Warriors are also going to be playing the Lakers tomorrow for one of the, for for their preseason matchup. So that's going to be exciting. Um, I'm wondering if I'll be able to tune in for that. If if I have, if I'm able to find <laughs> some uh, coverage of it, I don't know if they're going to air it on any national uh national broadcasts but maybe i can luck out we'll see <laughs> we'll find out um so that's really exciting man there's actual basketball that's happening um like i don't know how much you can really gleam from preseason games because a lot of the time the starters don't play a whole lot of minutes but i think you can get some some things a lot of you know i'm sure analysts are able to get a lot more information than casual fans like myself um just from the way that teams are performing and stuff like that but um it's exciting man I'm, I'm i'm just excited to watch some basketball so there's a lot to really kind of anticipate on that front um it, it also gives i think one of the you know kind of going um going off of that point in regards to the starters not playing a whole lot it, it gives like the other bench players more more you know more time to really showcase and you know potentially develop their um their sort of skills and whatnot really get an understanding on the uh on the court um and uh kind of provide some support as to 
why they should be included in the rotation you know what i mean so i think there's there's a, there's a lot that really can um while it might not be super important in regards to the whole picture i think it can really provide some meaningful time for you know younger players bench players to kind of secure a rotation in you know in the lineup so i think that that's pretty important so i'm i'm excited to see kind of on the warriors front i'm excited to see who will be making kind of the you know who will be sort of making the cut you know what i mean um i'm excited to see how kaminga continues to develop i think that's probably the biggest um our biggest sort of piece that we're anticipating to have a significant uh you know significant development and significant increase in you know production or whatever um because this is his it's going to be his like third year here with the warriors so i think that there's a lot of anticipation there and i'm really excited to see how he performs um as part of the second unit um obviously i think i think a big big one is like how him and like chris paul are going to connect like i think there's sort of that um there's that kind of expectation there for sure um so yeah I'm, I'm excited to see how he continues to to grow and how how much he's going to sort of improve in this sort of upcoming season and what he can really you know showcase on you know during the preseason games um there's five preseason games right for each team i think something like that i'm not sure if it's like an equal front equal number divider across all teams but yeah the Warriors have five preseason games which is pretty good which is nice um uh two against the Lakers two against the Kings and I think one against the Spurs I believe if I check their schedule um so that's gonna be something man I'm 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 really um it's it's still basketball you know what I'm saying like I know it's not the official start but um I'm it's it's getting it's getting there and it's gonna make up for um you know, make up for, you know, not actual basketball, I guess you could say, you know, not, not like meaningful basketball, um, in terms of like record and shit like that. So, uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be really, really exciting, man. Um, as I sort of mentioned before, the, the Western conference this year is going to be fucking nuts, dude. It's, it's, it's like what one through like 12, like you really don't know what to expect, I think other than like the Nuggets and maybe the Suns, even the Suns, you don't really know yet because they have a whole. Really, the only person that's like remaining on that team from last year and is 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 like Booker, or I guess like from you know previous like couple of seasons, it's Booker, and everybody else is like brand new. So, uh, it, it's a. I mean, it's easy to sort of expect them going into the season to be a pretty good team considering their, um, you know, the roster, but you really don't know until, um, until the season starts. So, um, I I think it is, I think it is fair to assume that they're going to be kind of in that top kind of upper echelon of NBA teams in the Western conference, along with like the nuggets, but you really don't know. I don't, I I think there's, uh, there's a lot to kind of expect. Um, and then everybody else is just like, "Ah, it's just going to be a bloodbath. (laughs) You know what I mean? The Warriors are going to be kind of in that mix. Um, uh, like really it's it's there's there's only like there's only like a few teams that i can see not being 
like not being kind of in that you know not being in playoff contention it's like the jazz the blazers the spurs and i think that's it i think everybody else it's like they're all trying to get into the play-in or the playoffs so um yeah it's just it's, it's just wide open um yeah, the West is incredibly competitive. I, I know I discussed this whole... I kind of discussed this earlier. And it's probably going to be continue to be a discussion point that I want to kind of talk about. Because I find it to be so interesting. But I think there's just so much... There's just... There's so much that could happen this season. And I am both, like, excited and also a little... Like, you know, I'm also, I'm cautiously optimistic about our team, for sure. Because just it, it's just the West is so stacked, you know what I mean? There's so many good teams. Um, and there's just, there's a lot of, you know, you, you really don't know what to expect from some teams as well. Like the Pelicans, like is, if Zion is healthy, they might be a really good team. They're going to get, you know, they potentially could be, vying for a top position in in the in the standings so it's like there's just so much you know there's so many different things to kind of weigh in so many different players to kind of factor in so i i really don't know uh how things are going to turn out in the west and like i mentioned the east is a little bit more i think it's a bit more easy to kind of you know look forward towards and in terms of like what to kind of expect on that side um you know, with the Bucks and the Celtics being at the top, and then you know, there's like, you know, maybe like five or six teams. Like, I, I think that the Eastern Conference is a lot more. Uh, it, it's a lot easier to kind of expect what to you know. It's easier to know, kind of see how things are going to shape shape up over there. Um, it's just also less. I think the East is definitely weaker this year. Um, like. You know, there's there's a lot of teams that could kind of fall, and really not, um, you know, just that, that are just not that not very good on in on the in the Eastern Conference. So uh, I, I think the playoff standings feel a bit easier to anticipate um, than the Western Conference. So that's that. But it's still it's still man. There's still a lot of exciting. There's still a lot of prospects. There's still so many. I don't know. There's still there's just a lot to to look forward to. Um, and I'm, I'm very um, yeah. I'm, I'm again. I'm, I'm looking forward to all of that shit. We we got actual basketball. Warriors basketball coming up tomorrow on Saturday. So um, I am planning to record something on Sunday as well. So I'll provide some you know kind of some notes on on that game and you know kind of what i got out of it um it's probably you know you're not really i don't care if we win or lose it's not really that big of a deal since it doesn't matter the results don't really matter too much but you could see some um because i i you know it's obviously seeing (laughs) it is going to be weird it's going to be weird to see chris ball on the court with the warriors like that's going to be very weird, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think watching these preseason games will kind of get that, you know, shake sort of that kind of weird feeling off and then really kind of you'd be like, okay, once the regular season starts to, you know, really kick in and roll around, you're like, all right, 
he's on our team now, man. Like we just have to, <laughs> we just got to roll, we just got to roll with it, you know? So I, I think that getting through the preseason will kind of prepare us for, for that. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about kind of my thoughts on, on the game. Yeah. This upcoming, uh, this weekend, if, if, uh, I'm, ant- I'm anticipating on recording this, another part of this episode this weekend. So stay tuned for that. Um, I, so I, I, by the time I post this, the, the last episode I'll, I'll have posted as well, but I talked about near, I, I kind of dedicated a whole episode on, on near. And I, I, I've been like thinking about like, damn, I wish I talked about this. There's some, there's, there's like moments during the game that I, that I still, uh, kind of wanted to talk about, but it's just like, oh man, there's just so much that I just kind of recalled after I did my review that it's just sort of like, I don't know if I want to go back to like edit it just to like add these like pieces of like commentary, you know what I mean? Cause there's a lot, man. There's a lot of really, um, there's like small moments here and there that I thought were like interesting and funny. Um, there's some things with like characters and how they were portrayed, um, and how it was sort of reflected in the story that I found to be really interesting. Um, there's just a lot to, to discuss. And, but I, I, again, I'm, I'm happy with, with how my sort of, I guess, quote unquote review slash discussion on the game turned out. I was pretty happy with it because I felt that I was able to get out most of the thoughts that I wanted to, um, with the game. So, uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, I, I recommend that you do. Um, I just, I, I enjoyed discussing the game and, um, yeah, it's something where I want to, it's like, I, I almost want to dive deeper into it and, and, you know, talk about it more and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, happy that how that turned out. Speaking of video games. So I just, you know, I wrapped up near kind of this week, this past week, right. Or last weekend. Um, I, part of me is like, Part of me is like, I want to dive into 13 Sentinels. Like, I kind of want to do it tonight or this weekend and really kind of get into that game. Um, it's sort of like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, it's such a, it's, it doesn't make any, it doesn't really make too much sense because it's like, who fucking cares? Like, nobody cares about, like, but it's like, I am like spoiling. I've mentioned this before, but I am spoiling myself with how many, like, how many good games I've played recently. You know what I mean? And, consi- and like also considering what you know i'm i'm expecting 13 sentinels to be very story heavy right i'm like cu- kind of doing like a back to back of like two games that are very well known for their story um and so it's like damn i'm i'm like i'm really like spoiling myself with these games like should i maybe like space it out a little bit i've thought about that it's like i i you know i i've mentioned how i w- i've kind of done you know it's like i i've sort of supplemented or you know after i beat like a long game i would like you know pick us pick up like a sort of like an in-between game to play in, you know after like a long rpg or whatever so so with near I, I i put in like 35 hours which is like pretty it's good it's not it's but it it is sort of like considering the other games that i've played it is sort of like on the shorter end like i'm sure if i put in if I wanted to, like, do 100%, whatever, do all the side quests, like, I think it, like, racks up to maybe, like, 60, 70 hours or something like that, but I, I'm very happy with, kind of, my playthrough with it, and I, I don't have 
Um, I don't really have a whole lot of the sort of want to go back to do all those, you know, you know, the other things like getting the additional endings or whatever, kind of the joke endings or additional, uh, you know, kind of do the other side quests and stuff like that. So again, maybe I'll, I'll dive back into that later. Maybe I want to replay the game in the future. Uh, but for now I'm pretty satisfied with it. So 35 hours, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I, in my head, I still kind of treat it as sort of this like very long, extensive RPG when it's not really, it's a little different, right? It is kind of like on the shorter side of things. Um, so I, I'm, I, I, part of me is like, a, I'm still like a little hesitant to like dive into 13 Sentinels, even though I'd really want to. Um, it's like fucking who cares? Just play the game. Like, man, like, what are you, what are you like so concerned about? I don't know. I think part of me is like, am I indulging myself too much by playing the, all these great games, like kind of back to back? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think, uh, it's, it's a very dumb, it's just sort of like, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a dumb thought. It doesn't really make that much sense like if i want to play all these great games i should just do it right it's the same argument as like it's kind of the same argument as like oh you're you're willing to spend this much money for a game how much time are you going to be able to get out of it it's like i don't know it's just you buy the game because you want to play the game and if you've had your fill with the game then that's that like it's like you're 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 calculating something like, sure, maybe you can make the argument that because you didn't spend 100 hours in a game or something, it wasn't worth the cost of $60. Maybe you can make that argument, but it's still, it, it's just kind of, like, arbitrary. I don't know. It it doesn't, um, there's just so many, I don't know. It, it's, 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 <laughs> like, should games be priced differently because of how long they take to play? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a weird kind of just argument that doesn't really have a whole lot of hold in reality you know what i mean even though i have talked about it before i've been like yeah maybe this game isn't worth it because of the time spent but like i don't know it, it it's just the people can spend you know their money if they're able to on, on games that they want to you know what i mean it just it, it doesn't really matter so it, these kinds of arguments where it's like maybe it's all just kind of superficial it's all just sort of like a matter of like feeling and stuff like that um, so I'm, 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 I might, I'm just, I think I'm just going to dive into it, man. I think I just, because I want to play it, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I want to play the game and I really, I really want to get into it. Like I mentioned, like I, I'm just right now, I've just been in kind of in this mode of wanting to engage with these sort of kind of deep narrative driven games. I'm sort of in that mindset right now. So why not just take advantage of that? and keep just keep going keep going into the next game you know what i mean like it, it's like this it's the same thing with books like i used to read so much back in whatever you know when i was younger i used to i read i used to read like series upon a time like series in a week like I, is that is that overindulgence like why would i you know it, it's it's dumb it doesn't like or watching movies you're gonna watch you know some of the greatest movies of all time that you haven't watched like some people do that are you overindulging when you marathon the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Maybe a little bit, because <laughs> that's like a nine-hour experience. But I don't know. It's it's just it just depends, and I I think it doesn't. I think I should just get into the game. It, it is just sort of this weird kind of like I don't know particle 
in my brain where I'm making the argument that I shouldn't get it, that I shouldn't play this game right now because I'm saving it for like another time. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't really, yeah, it just, it just doesn't make sense. So I, I, it's just, it's all, it's all in my head. Um, so yeah, I think, I think I'm going to get into it, man. Um, and I'm going to play it and, uh, we'll see how much of it I can talk about. Cause I know that the game is very heavy on its story elements um so maybe i'll like just kind of give my impressions while i play through it and i'll kind of maybe i'll do the same thing with um with near um i'll do like a whole spoiler discussion on the game um where i talk about it uh in in full and all the kind of the you know story beats and whatnot so that's sort of uh something to kind of look forward to anyways um yeah, I'm gonna. I'm planning on recording something on maybe this weekend. Talk more basketball. Um, give impressions on um, if I do play Thirteen Sentinels. Kind of give my first impressions on that. And yeah, that, that's gonna be that's gonna be everything for now. Um, and I will check back in on Saturday or Sunday. All right, it is October eighth. 2023 recording this on a sunday afternoon a lovely sunday afternoon uh we just went through a little mini heat wave at the beginning of october Ooh, how am i feeling about that uh listen man climate change all that shit i'm just i'm bracing for it you know what i mean i'm like i'm like I don't know if I'm prepared necessarily, but I'm 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 anticipating just the worst. So when that comes, you know, I just need to collect my funds, make sure that I'm tight, you know, got to fend for myself, you know what I mean? Fend for myself and my family. <laughs> That's what's going to come down to if it, if it really goes crazy. But yeah. 95 yesterday or like 94 was like tops, which is wild you know what i mean i was sort of anticipating that in september last month but we got that uh this kind of past weekend instead so you know that was that uh but we got through it now um it seems like it seems like it's based on you know projection weather projections it seems like it's gonna calm down a little bit but you never know you never know. It, it might go back to kind of typical California fall weather. But again, you never know. So um, I'm sort of like, I'm just keeping an eye out on things. Anyways, um, it's been a nice little weekend. Uh, you know, today, this morning, uh, I really noticed. Now, I talk about my sleep a lot, mainly because I feel like I don't get enough good sleep necessarily. I don't get enough like quality sleep. Uh, but I noticed this morning I woke up, uh, I went to bed around like 12 or something. And then I got up around like seven forty-five, eight o'clock or so. And I felt, it just felt like a natural kind of waking. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, I didn't feel like I was forced. My, I didn't force myself to wake up. I didn't even have an alarm on. So that's good. That's, that's really nice. So I feel like if I can kind of maintain that, like 
Cause it, and, and I woke up. I felt refreshed. I didn't feel super tired. I'm a little tired now because I've been kind of busy this morning and today. I've been you know, I worked out and, and shit, so that's why I'm a little tired. But today, like after this, after I woke up, I felt good. I felt pretty good. So if I can, in some way, shape, or form, maintain that moving forward, kind of maintain that schedule. Uh, you know, going to bed at consistent times. I know 12, 12 is like kind of like a little late, but it's, it's pretty, it's decent. Like it's still pretty, it's still like a pretty good time. Um, uh, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like, I fell asleep. Like I didn't have to like listen to music or like, you know, stay up and watch videos and shit like that. Like Friday night, I, I was struggling to go to sleep, but then it, like I just couldn't I I was up until like 2 o'clock or some shit so I only got I ended up only getting like 5-6 hours of sleep but like today I just I just felt good you know what I mean like I just felt like I just felt very uh, refreshed and shit so if I can somehow again if I can somehow kind of be consistent in that regard go to sleep at you know kind of the same within sort of the same time intervals I think I'll be I think I'll be in alright shape and I don't gotta you know because here's the thing I've also noticed like you know I, I was talking about getting an alarm clock and all that but the thing is like I, the one thing I've noticed is that I end up waking up without an alarm clock most of the time anyway like if, if I in sort of like my natural sort of waking pattern or motion I end up waking up without an alarm clock anyway what kind of the issue is, what I've noticed, is that I'll wake up and I'll feel like I didn't get enough rest. So then I go back to sleep and then I wake up later and then I feel like shit. So I get that kind of that extra hour and a half plus of time after I wake up. Like, example, what I've noticed is I'll, that I'll get up, I'll, I'll wake up around like 6:45 or something like that or 7. And I I'm, I'm just feeling I just I just feel kind of tired. I feel that I didn't get enough rest. So then I go back to sleep. And then when I wake up, I feel even more tired cuz it I I don't go through the full sleep cycle basically, right? I don't go through like a full REM to, you know, kind of wakeful nest sort of period if, if you know what I'm kind of talking about um so like that extra hour is on honestly more of like a hindrance than it is a benefit so I think that I'm generally and I, I just listened to this podcast recently um or I've been listening to this podcast recently um by let me let me go let me go to it um he is a PhD, sort of like, you know, doctorate professional. He knows his shit, right? Um, so I've been listening to his podcast um, about sleep. If I can find it. <laughs> if I can find it. I was listening to it on my Spotify. Okay. By Matt Walker. He has a book out about sleep as well, and I've been I've been meaning to read that, but I, I just haven't I just haven't had the I just haven't found the time to 
like go to the library and um, borrow it. But I've, I've, I've listened to like several episodes of his podcast, really insightful, just kind of talking about various studies on, you know, um, different type, you know, just different sleep topics, right? You know, general concept of sleep, REM sleep. Um, and, and then the one that I found kind of the most fascinating was like early risers versus late risers or like people that stay up naturally late and people that go to bed early like that that kind of sort of the difference is there you can kind of um he was he was talking about sort of that um sort of the differences and how there was a study where for late kind of night uh people that stay up a little later than usual and that get up later like myself they conducted a study on those type of those types of people and essentially forced them to get up earlier right over the span of i forgot how many i think it was like a month or maybe it's like a few weeks or something like that and so they kind of forced um forced those people to kind of undergo that sort of like sleep cycle that wasn't na- that wasn't necessarily natural to their regular sleep patterns right and it was not very effective the quality of their sleep they received was not very good and i i I think really the takeaway is that if you sort of and i think this is much more of a i guess uh criticism in how the typical workday is kind of structured right it is not it is not made equal for everybody you know what i mean so for someone like myself hearing that was really uh kind of i felt very vindicated (laughs) you know what i mean because i i just i i'm very much someone who struggles to get up early um last week or maybe it was a couple weeks ago i was talking about how I tried to, I kind of tried to do a little thing test where I wanted to, I wanted to get up earlier to go on a run to sort of squeeze that in, um, earlier in the morning. And I tried to do that and it just completely fucked up my, the rest of my like sleep schedule. And honestly, like the next few days afterwards, I was like, honestly recovering from not, you know, just completely messing up my sleep so that was a struggle um i was just super lethargic super tired uh during that specific day and then kind of the days after so i think it is really beneficial if you are able to to try just based on kind of based on that podcast and kind of reading up on some things i think it is sort of beneficial to try it in the best way possible try to work your you know set up a routine that it that works for you um where you were able to kind of if you are going to bed late then you're kind of able to get up in time that is sort of natural to your you know kind of your body's sleep patterns so um yeah hearing that was just really nice because then it's just like oh okay so I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not like, I don't have an issue with 
getting up early. It's just kind of how I am. I just struggle to do that because it's just how my body is. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I, I think, you know, I think really the, the main thing that I want to kind of try to conduct just base, you know, it, it really is just like one day of me getting good rest, but I, I really want to try to be consistent with that. Go to bed on time at a decent, you know, within the range that I, I normally do, and then kind of get that full eight hour cycle, seven and a half, eight hour cycle. Um, cause then I'll, I'll feel really good and I don't feel, I, 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 then I don't, I, then I won't have to feel like I need to get extra sleep, like take another, you know, hour nap that has never worked for me <laughs> taking like hour naps or like two hour naps or whatever that shit has never, it's never worked for me. Um, I remember in college I used to do that cause I had some time on my hands. Like I, I would work, um, like I would work mornings sometimes and then I'll take like a nap and then I have to go to class later in the evening or in the afternoon. But I just always felt super lethargic and tired. Or if I had to work in the, if I had to work on weekends, um, what I sometimes had to do, I, I worked in the morning and then I worked at night. So I, I took naps in the afternoon, um, to kind of catch up, but it, I just never felt good after like, after sleep. Like I was just kind of a vegetable, you know what I mean? So yeah, naps, um, like elongated naps are just never, has never been beneficial just based on you know, anecdotal, like, evidence, like, that shit has never worked out for me, so, um, it would make sense, like, why getting that hour, or, you know, hour and a half of extra sleep just hasn't been good for me, and I've, I have, I felt that I feel worse after those times, so it's better, so honestly, it's better that if I, you know, I go to sleep, I go to bed, at sort of a later time, and then I wake up at like, I don't know, 7.45 like I did today, or 8 o'clock, and then I can just kind of get up and get into my, you know, morning routine already, you know what I mean? So I, I don't have to feel tired. If I get the right amount of sleep, that you know, 8 hours recommended, then I think that I, I, I don't have to feel like I need to force myself or maybe, or my body is just kind of telling me that I, I'm not rested enough. So I'm really, I'm, I have, I'm, I'm kind of in a period now with my work where I have a bit of, I have a bit more time on my hands and I don't have to, I don't have to be super diligent about, um, you know, starting work right on time. But I think it is kind of this period now where I can sort of build like a practice where I, you know, I, I, I become really consistent with my sleep schedule and, and, you know, go to bed at kind of the same time, you know, each and every day, even on the weekends, right? Like I went to bed at 12 o'clock yesterday and it's like, it's a weekend. Like I, I don't, I, I could have stayed up later, but I, but I decided not to. And I felt that was really beneficial because today when I woke up, I felt good. <laughs> so it's like, I, I think it's, I know it, it's such a common sense sort of thing, but I think I, I, I really feel that I, it, it would be 
a good habit to sort of maintain and really build upon. So I'm going to try to hone in on that because it's super important. Like I've mentioned plenty of times before, um, I, I, I'm really kind of pushing and pressing on how sleep is incredibly important for me um, because it dictates my my general mood and well-being throughout the day. Um, if I wake up shitty, I, I'm going to have a shitty day. It is. It, it, that's just how it is. Like I, it, It's so... It's just it's just been such a clear indication that if I don't sleep well, I'm go- I'm going to be in a crappy mood. You know what I mean? So I, I really think that focusing on that is going to be like super beneficial to me, and I really want to kind of stick to that. Anyways, <laughs> enough sleep talk. Um, let's catch up on some shit. Um, so I started up. 13 Sentinels on just this weekend. I played for about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, so I kind of got my feet wet there. And I'm very intrigued, that's for sure. Um, right off the bat, there's already so many mysteries and so many different story elements and just these character motivations are just everywhere. I have no idea where the story is going. I don't understand I have no, I don't understand any of the characters. I don't trust any of them. Like they all have just you know deferring like motivations. I don't know who I'm supposed to like cheer for, who I'm supposed to necessarily relate to. Um essentially, you know, the 13 Sentinels, you kind of take on like 13 different characters is what I'm sort of anticipating based on the title, right? Um, so essentially there's like 13 protagonists. What I'm, is, is what I'm getting is what I'm getting. I'm only a couple hours in. So these are sort of my really surface level takeaways so far. Um, but you have all these protagonists, you have all these characters that are sort of in their own kind of realm. Their stories have kind of crisscrossed a little bit, like you you could kind of see you know, sort of of these, like, threads and connections kind of going, but it is, uh, it's a wild start, I I did not, you know, like, you're, you're really thrown right into it, um, from the very beginning, just, like, (laughs) you're, you're already, like, what is, okay, who is this, why are they like this, how do they know this, like, what is their, you know, who are they, (laughs) this is really, is really it um so there's a lot there's a lot going on and i'm I'm very i'm very interested in seeing how things pick up and how things develop in that sense um i'm already pretty engaged uh i also so the combat so far has been really simple it's been really straightforward you're essentially kind of on this grid uh this grid like map uh, and you can kind of move around your characters, you know, on, on the map, and it's, you know, it, it's called, it's, it's like turn-based strategy, SR, SRPG, you could call it that, sort of in, kind of in the vein of like a Final Fantasy, a little bit, not, not Final Fantasy, excuse me, a Fire Emblem, a little bit, but not really, it's, it's, it's different, um, but yeah, turn-based strategy RPG, very very straightforward so far but i can kind of see it building um and it sort of does require 
you need to have like quick reactions because um the decision you're making is sort of in real time um because enemies are still attacking you and they're also making moves at the same times while you are sort of like an atb system if you want to call it that um uh and i'm i'm, I'm i've i've enjoyed it so far i think the sort of the split right now is probably it's felt 40 percent battles and then 60 percent uh dialogue slash story uh kind of story text you know what i mean sort of similar to maybe like a visual novel kind of thing um there's definitely been a stronger emphasis on the story as opposed to the gameplay which is fine you know i went into the store i went into this game expecting story to be really the focal point uh but i anticipate the battles to be become more complex as they go as more as you gain more like units and that sort of thing so i'm excited to see how that develops i've been, i've enjoyed that aspect of the game as well along with along with the story so yeah i'm very much looking forward to um continuing this game probably either later tonight this week who knows whenever um i sort of feel like and kind of have the time to do so uh yeah those are my first impressions of 13 sentinels i'll talk very briefly about basketball about the nba um so preseason started up this past uh kind of earlier this week end of you know end of last week uh so <laughs> last time when I when I when I was talking I I noted that the uh Timberwolves and the Mavericks had a 9 a.m. start time that's because they were playing in Abu Dhabi they they had the their preseason games over there um so that's why they started up super early in the morning um but uh this weekend the warriors on saturday the warriors played the lakers which you know most of the time was spent uh with kind of the bench squad kaminga played very well i saw some nice highlights from him that was very exciting to see and very encouraging to see uh chris paul in a warriors uniform wild still weird still kind of crazy uh (laughs) it's, it's it's just not I'm just, like, not going to be, you know... Again, like I said, it's going to take a little time to get used to, but I will get used to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, it's encouraging to see other players contribute, even though it's, you know, preseason results don't necessarily matter. But it is the place where... It is the time and place to kind of develop... Uh, kind of see what the other rotational pieces are going to be. So that's very exciting. Um, right now, there's a few other preseason games that are going to be playing or showing. Um, I caught up on, like an hour ago, I caught up on the, uh, Pistons and the Suns, which is like, you know, got kind of surprisingly competitive at the end. It went into overtime. (laughs) So that was kind of fun to watch. Um, again, it just, it really doesn't matter too much at all. Um, but it was a fun, it was fun watch. It was fun to see the younger players i guess on both squads but more 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 so on the piston side uh who have an incredibly young team uh see them show out and potentially give something uh something for the fans to sort of look forward to this this season um i don't i i I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the league this year 
Uh, they'll definitely still be a bad team, for sure. But I, I, I think that sort of honor <laughs> of the worst team probably goes to the Hornets, honestly. Like, I just, I, I just based on roster construction and, and just, the <laughs> just the overall nature, I think, you know, the fact that they got Monty Williams, who's, you know, who, who's had a very successful career, um, you know, with the Suns after they let the, let him go, I think I, I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to be a good, uh, like, work out in the sense that they're able to develop further and potentially be a bit more of a competitive team. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that we'll see how that goes. I, I I don't have a whole lot of stock in their team, but again, you never know. You never know. Um, and then two weeks from now, we got we got actual. We got the regular season coming up, um, and uh, I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm, I am very happy to see actual basketball being played, even if it is just the preseason. Uh, and I'm more so looking forward to the regular season starting up. So that is something that I will continue to uh, look forward to, um, and I will be talking about that once once that time comes and for for the time being I'll, i guess i'll be talking you know some more preseason shit if if there is anything interesting that pops up if there are any uh any players that kind of catch my attention um but yeah that's sort of uh it's my mini little preseason preamble if you want to call it that anyways um that's gonna be it for today and for this week Thank you for listening, as always. This has been Save the Semantics, signing off.